We've already kind of run a couple across across a couple speed bumps, but here we are and we're ready to go. There, so yes, we like, are. <laughs> that's right. I'd like to introduce everybody to Beth Cannon, and um, I'm going to let you do your own intro because I feel like you could do that. <laughs> my own intro. Well, it depends <laughs> on which one of my personalities we want to talk about, Chelsea. Just all of them. This, just just all of them. All of them. Okay. Well, I would like to say, I, let me just start it out by saying this. This morning, I read an article, and there was an NBC. Uh, reporter that made a comment about Dolly Parton's commercial for Squarespace during the Super Bowl, right? She did this commercial and it was for Squarespace and she was talking about going to five, five to nine instead of her typical nine to five, right? Ah, and she yes. said, and this lady, her name was Kim Kelly, I think, she slammed Dolly Parton. She slammed what she called the side hustle culture. And I was so disappointed because I thought to myself, like, my whole life and career was born out of different side hustles and different passions that I have. So I will say Absolutely. that today, you are wrong, sister, because so many great things come out of side hustles and other passion. And I'm a big fan of both Dolly Parton and the side hustles. So I'll tell you, I started in early childhood almost 23 years ago. I was a school teacher and I had my daughter and I wanted to do something really working with kids, but not necessarily be in the classroom full time because I wanted to be with my kids, right? So I bought into a franchise of Stretch and Grow, which combined my two passions. I was teaching school, and then my side hustle was at the time teaching aerobics. So that's my first introduction to early childhood. Then after about three years into that, I started doing staff development and training because I was coming up with these great topics that the teachers were like, hey, come teach my teachers what you guys do. Right. Then about five years I've been in those. I've been in your staff training. (laughs) You have been in my staff trainings. You have been. And we're going to talk about that. And then the other piece is that I started doing um, the corporate training for Stretch and Grow International. Stretch and Grow is an international children's enrichment program. And so for the last 17 years, I've been their uh, local trainer. So that's those are basically all of the things in a nutshell. So just like a little bit of everything, right? A, a, little, a little bit of everything. But you know, it always revolves back to teaching and training and generally pouring into groups of women, you know, women. So when I started Stretch and Grow, I was, of course, working with kids and then quickly began to grow that and, you know, branched out and started hiring other instructors. So then I realized that a true passion is pouring into people who pour into kids and, you know, helping teachers and helping train teachers and giving them tools to be successful in the classroom. Which was kind of my path of how I started going where I was going was because my concept was kind of how do you multiply your impact? Right. In a classroom, I can serve 10, 12 kids at a time. As a director, I can serve 50, you know, 50 odd teachers at a time. As an education consultant who's empowering people who are empowering people, then you just ripple that effect over and over again. Absolutely. And that was kind of what led me to where wherever it is that I am. <laughs> exactly. Where, where, where even are we right now? I don't, even, I don't know. I'm not sure. Hey, Michael, thanks for stopping in. I'm sorry you can't stay, but I'm glad that you came by. Um, okay, so the concept of today is kind of the things that we stole from each other because we were chatting the other day and um, found out that 
you stole some of my things to use with your team and I had stole some of your things to use with my team, which is kind of the beauty of collaboration, right? Absolutely. So, yes, that's what we do. You have eyes, you plagiarize, right? That's right. I mean, if it's good, you might as well just go for it. So I wanted to chat about those because they were really cool concepts and I think they fit into a lot of what both of us, both of us are doing as far as empowering other leaders. And they're, they were built specifically for early education, but yes. general enough to be used across the board for teams because they both pertain to teams. So um, the two concepts are creating a round team, which is actually what I'm teaching at, at your event. At Leaders Lounge, yay. Leaders yes, Lounge, yes. which is the 20... 22nd through the 25th. <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> I would have gotten there, I feel like. Um, so that's coming up. So I'm teaching on creating a round team and you built something like that. And then while well, that couple years, it's been like two or three years, I think I was at a training and you were there and you were teaching about creating avatars for your team and giving kind of the standard for success. Because what I had always talked about with my team is if you don't know what success looks like, then you're never going to hit it because you'll never really know if you're there or you're not, you always assume that you're not. And there's always this like confusion or concern. And so having a clear picture of what success looks like. So those are the two things that I want to touch on creating around team and having a team avatars. So you have a clear picture of success. So tell me actually, uh, let's start with the avatars because okay. I really like that one. So I'm going to share my screen. If you just want to kind of introduce the concept. Okay, sure. Sure. It kind of came out of when we were walking through um, a rebrand for Stretch and Grow. We not only took the, the, the consumer facing part of the brand, we also kind of went into the back office and we began out. Oh, there it is. There are my A team, B team and C team girls. So what we decided to really focus on was what is our employer brand and what does that look like? So we decided, OK, we've got kind of three three players. We have our A team, Amy, our B team, Betty, and our C team, Cindy. And so we worked with a team of our instructors, actually. We actually used our own team to pull together. What does it look like? What are the, the main components of what we do? And then what does it look like to be on the A team, the B team, or the C team? So you can kind of sort of see here, like A team Amy, like, right? She's She's pumped. She's prepped. She's always ready. There you go. Now, now I was about to pull there out my glasses. I'm helping. But there it is. So, but we, we had spent so many years truly studying what are the behaviors that our top instructors have and how can we duplicate that? And so of course, everything goes back to core values. I think everything in everyone's business rises and falls on core values. So once we were able to clearly define what our core values were, then we were able to say, okay, this is who we are. Then this is how, this is how we act. And these are some of the behaviors for our A team, our B team and our C team. And so basically now when I'm doing an evaluation, I don't, I don't believe any longer in a grid with a, you know, are you fair? Are you good? Are you poor? Are you excellent? I don't necessarily mm -hmm. believe in that. I want to know what team do you think you're on and why? And I want you to tell me, what is something that you're doing well and what is your opportunity for growth? And I find that using this as a tool to train your staff, not only into what their job is supposed to look like, but also for them to kind of be a little self-aware and self-assess their performance. So go ahead and flip, if you don't mind, to A-Team Amy. Flip to the next slide. Yeah, so A-Team Amy, she is always pumped, prepped, and ready to perform. Like that is one of our key, that we talked about the three Ps. That's one of our key 
elements in instructing is you, you're, you're ready, you, you plan, you're prepared, and you're actually ready to perform. Then the relationship building piece, you know, we push, she pours into people. Then there's the, the classroom management, if you will, for lack of a better word. Um, you know, we constantly want to talk to our teachers about reinforcing and redirecting behaviors of the kids because we want the kids to have a great experience. And if you're constantly telling them no, 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 and not giving them choices and not empowering them to have this great experience that we're trying to deliver for them, then it's not any fun for the kids. And then of course, class yeah. components, obviously we've got a curriculum to follow. And then are you a legit pro? You know, are you on brand? Are you wearing your branded clothes? Do you, you know, do you have good hygiene? Um, and, if, you know, and, and I joke here and say that, you know, AT maybe knows that a little mascara and a messy bun go a really long way, <laughs> you know, because it's, you know, it's true. So you can't just roll out of bed and show up in your pajamas. And then of course, as it goes down, you know, B team, B team Betty, she kind of sort of mostly does these things. If you scroll down to the, you'll see the next one. So go on to the next one. I lost my, lost your I'm slacking on my job here. Yeah, there we go. On your job. So basically Betty, she mostly does these things. She pours into people a decent amount. I mean, she kind of tries when it comes to classroom management. Um, she sometimes covers the class components, but she doesn't always hit on a curriculum piece and she's almost a pro. And then if you'll scroll to Cindy, one more, one more up, we got one more team player here, Cindy. She is rarely, if ever, pumped, prepped and ready to perform. She doesn't really try to build relationships with the schools, which is super important for me because it's a very relationship driven business. Um, she's yeah. not, she doesn't really reinforce and redirect behavior. She just kind of shows up and, you know, tosses out some equipment, doesn't really engage the kids. She's not even really aware of the lesson plan, which means that she didn't even start at the top where she plans, prepares, and gets ready to perform. And then, nope, she is not a pro. So that is, <laughs> that's kind of how we decide, how are you doing? So when someone's like, oh, I'm on the A team, I just pull that out and say, well, let's talk about this. Prove it. Are you hitting on all cylinders all the time? Because I feel like when you present this to your team, it gives them an opportunity to rise to the occasion and do their job with the excellence and integrity that I hired them to do. But this is what I, this is what I know. And this is, I think some of the hardest things, especially so for those who are watching, who are in leadership and you have a staff and you have a B team, Betty, if she's a B plus Betty, there is really, really good news that she can flip to A team Amy, right? She, you, she's buildable. Betty is buildable. That's what I love about Betty. Betty she's buildable. Betty is buildable. Betty is buildable. Yes. With a little bit of training and some encouragement and some motivation and helping Betty understand, helping, you know, me, I as a leader have to understand like what is going to help her to feel valued to motivate her to move to the A team. But if Betty's like a B team minus, like a B minus Betty, She's got one tippy toe over into the C plus. This is what we know. Average people are never going to become excellent. Mm. And if your goal is to have an excellent team, someone who is constantly hanging out on the low end of average probably isn't going to be excellent. And that's not, I'm not saying, you know, don't give grace and don't try to motivate and don't try to encourage, but not every job is for everybody. I mean, not everybody. I mean, some of my, some of my directors have called my coaches Barbies on speed. She's like, she's like, they come in here and they, they jump up, you know, they jump up and they're all excited and they're, I mean, they're, they're, they're not wrong. I mean, you are one of them. you on speed for a while. So, I mean, I gotta say, I really, so I taught for Stretch and Grow back, like, at the very beginning of my early education career. So, it would have been 
2007, um, cause I had just got back from Honduras and I was working at a center and then I, they downsized and here I am. So then I'm like, okay, what am I going to do? So I see this ad for stretch and grow. It's like mobile fitness coach. I'm like, totally. <laughs> I, I could do that. So I took the job and it was so much fun. I really, I loved getting to like throw as much stuff as I could into my civic. It was like hula hoops and pool noodles and balls and cones all the time. It was just a party. All the things. <laughs> and then going to all these schools and getting to see and talk with all the teachers and the kids. And, um, I don't know. I loved it, but yes, it was Barbie on speed. Like you had to be way up here all the time because you're engaging a new class over and over and over and over. And then, you know, we're teaching fitness. So we're running in circles and acting like all kinds of different things. But the curriculum, I love the curriculum. That's a whole different episode. But it was, I love the stretch and grow curriculum and the way that it engages the students. And that's a different that's a different thing. But so you presented on this and then it, it really worked out for me because I had um, just taken a job working with a team of about 50. Oh, hang on. Dr. Dr. Rachel says, I really like these personas as a reference. It's hard to perform on all similars all the time. It'll be interesting to hear more about how you do the exercise feel about this approach. So what have you seen about how people react to it? I find I get really get really good feedback because Dr. Rachel, here, here's like our instructors, they're, they're very, very part-time. So they're teaching just a fitness class. So let's say for, put it, in the, put it in the realm of a gym. Let's say you had a gym membership. You are probably gonna get a little bit of different energy off the person who's, who's working at the front desk, right? Or the person who is in the back office working on schedules than you would get from your fitness instructor. Like when you go mm -hmm. into that fitness class, the person teaching that class needs to be on it 100% of the time. They need to have planned, they need to have prepared, and they need to be ready to perform. So in, in my world, in this, in this little segment of us teaching these specific enrichment classes, whether it's dance or gymnastics or fitness or music, they have to perform because we are brought into the centers as a performer. So if they're not performing, if they're just going to turn on music and you know turn on some Greg and Steve and toss some balls out there, the school can do that, right? Anyone, anyone can do that. It doesn't take a specific talent. So for me, I have to find that specific talent. So of course, those are just the avatars for stretch and grow. But like Chelsea, like you said, you used it in a in, in a classroom environment. And so yeah. the things might not be on brand, but obviously we offer grace for a day. But there to be a teacher, I think if you don't plan and prepare and be ready to perform for those kids on a certain level you're going to lose them, right? They're going to, they're mm -hmm. going to eat your lunch. You've got to oh, yeah. be prepared for what's coming next. And sometimes in a classroom, it's free play, you know, it's free play time and there's some unstructured time. And the beauty is, is during that unstructured time, the teacher doesn't necessarily have to be on to perform. However, the teacher needs to be ready to redirect behaviors that could be challenging or if the child's, you know, mm -hmm. puts himself or another child in danger. <laughs> Yes, climbing on the bookshelves, or yeah, I mean, because what's fun for a four, you know, if we don't make it fun for them, they're going to make it fun for themselves. Oh, absolutely, all one hundred percent of the time, <laughs> and that's so true. And so when when I took this concept and switched it over to use with a full with my full staff, so I looked and looked and could not find the thing that I created. So I'm just going to walk you through it. So I took. 
um, the avatars and I switched it from A team, B team, C team, because for me, the way that that came across is playing volleyball. We were like, if you were the best, you were on A team. If you were not quite as good, you were on B, right? And that came across negative to me in my context. So I switched it up a little bit. So we, our avatars were a superhero, a detective and a farmer. And the superhero, so we had the same concept that you had with kind of the descriptors of what that meant. I mean, it was a little different, but really the, the guidelines are the same for scratch and go teacher or early education teacher. And so the superhero was, you know, you're performing like that, you're ready, you're wearing your t-shirt because we had t-shirts, all those same things. Um, and you are just on, ready, you're on, you're on point, you're ready to go, you're flying, you're super. Then there was the detective where it was, um, I'm sorry, I think maybe the farmer and the detective were switched. So it was like the farmer next and it was saying, you're planting seeds for success. Like here are the things that you are doing over and over again and here's where you're getting and you're getting to that point. And then the detective was, you're looking for clues. Like you're looking for how you're gonna be growing and whatever. So we took the same concepts and switched them over. But I loved the way that we brought them, pointed, brought them to our teachers was I would lay them down in the front of, all of my desk when we were sitting down and talking for their reviews. Be like, okay, so here's the three things and now tell me, and they had been introduced to them before. So, hey, tell me about where you think you are. And I had really amazing, I mean, very rarely did we ever have a, a C, right? I mean, how often do you come across a C, do you feel like? Not, not as often, but I honestly have to say the C will come up fairly quickly after hiring. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and mine is a little bit unique because we're not always there. You know, they're, they're, oh, really yeah. so, we're, yeah. so we're not always there. So very rarely, I mean, you know, on a, on a staff of 40, which was our average staff before COVID hit, we had 40 instructors teaching six different programs going into hundred, mm -hmm. hundred plus different schools. Yeah. Yeah. On occasion we would have a C team Cindy or someone with, you know, C team behaviors. And I find that when we would nip that in the bud quickly, it would, we would have this discussion either, hey, this is going to work, this is going to yeah. be, this is a good fit, or this is really not a good fit. And, and, but I did learn too on a very rare occasion was where we were able to turn around a C team Cindy and move mm -hmm. her in the direction mm -hmm. of, of the A team because there's just, there's yeah. a general inherent talent. I think teaching is a spiritual gift, whatever you're teaching. I think that right. teachers have that, there's something inside of a good teacher that, that you light up when you, when you, mm -hmm. what you're going to teach to your kids, there's something about you that really makes you want that connection. Like you want to yeah, see, definitely, the, you know, you, know you, you want to see the sparks going off. You want, you want to teach them something and you want to see that, oh, they get it. And it, it's yeah. like, I mean, it's like crack to us teachers, right? <laughs> yeah, so totally. When you're, when you're teaching and training your teachers to do that and you don't see that same enthusiasm for really loving on these little people that are in front of us, it's it's a hard thing to step over and of course now after doing this for 23 years i'm yeah. much better at picking out what are the things that we're looking for and identifying those behaviors and putting them on paper has been revolutionary for me in our hiring phase oh yeah right because you can go in and they're understanding do i really want to do all the things that are on the a team and if you don't want to do that then you know maybe this isn't for me, and it really gives right. you a clear, a clear picture of that. And so when I presented it to my staff, then they would go through and say, you know, I feel like, and most of them were like, you know what, I'm a solid B <laughs> because 
yes. A, I'm a, sometimes I'm an A, but I really feel like I'm solidly in a B and I'm okay with that because if you're, if you sometimes hit A, none of us are A all the time. And because right. like, like, like Dr. Rachel was saying, as a full-time, for a full-time teacher versus a part-time stretch and go teacher, that's two very different things. Yes. I can go into a stretch and go class and be on for like an hour, hour and a half with those kids and fly, 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 fly put me in a classroom for eight hours a day, there's some ebbs and flows. <laughs> so right. there are two very different experiences, right? And so, but what I liked about it and what you did and why I feel like it was kind of revolutionary to the way that I talked with my staff and, and our reviews, because we had to do all these reviews and things like that, was one, like you had said, I'm not saying here's what I think about you. And then a self-review can be challenging because they're always like, yes, I do this, 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 this. I think this was so clear that they were able to look at it, think through what they did and then choose and then understand what it looked like to move forward. Because I feel like a lot of times what's lost in a self-review is understanding what it would look like to move forward. Yes. Because you're just checking, I do this, this, you know, I do this okay, I do this okay, I do this okay. And what does it mean to do this better? And what you presented and the way that I was able to kind of create it for my staff, I showed a very clear picture, like a team, what was her name? A-team Amy. Amy. I, you know, you could show a very clear picture of, okay, this is what it looks like to move forward. And I think that helps them to be able to say, okay, I'm a solid B, but I understand what A looks like. And just, I don't know, that self-reflection, I think is really important. We want it in our learners and, you know, it's valuable in our staff too. Yes. <laughs> Let's see. He says, I was an A student, but then I would always coast and do just enough to get a C. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, well, you get degrees, right? <laughs> That's true. You're not wrong. Um, so that was what I stole from you. And I remember when I saw you train before I really knew kind of who you were the first time I saw you, I'm like, she's cool. I kind of, I kind of like her. She's really, she's like energy. She's a team Amy. That's, oh, that's the best compliment ever. Thank you. <laughs> so I, that was what I stole from you. And, um, it's a really great concept, this avatar concept to kind of present to your team or whoever you're working with. So I challenge anybody who's watching it, who works with a team or even with students to test it out and see, see what it, what kind of impact it has. So now let's go to what you stole from me. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> so so um, I have this concept of creating a round team, which again, which is what I'm training on at Leaders Lounge um, coming up with all kinds of ECE leaders, which will be really exciting. <laughs> um, and um, sorry, someone commented and sometimes I just like, woo, squirrel. <laughs> So it's not I, to um, really get stretch and grow instructing how little ADD going on. That's Don't true. I was, I, was it you and I that talked about like the best ECE teachers have just a little bit of ADHD yes. or maybe a lot of ADHD. <laughs> We're not sure, but there's definitely some in there. That was um, super fun people, but we are super That's fun. absolutely true. We really are really fun. We just get a little distracted, a little bit easy, and we talk really fast. And yes. But we hang with the four-year-olds like nobody else. <laughs> so anyway, so this concept of a round team is essentially breaking apart this hierarchical structure and making it round instead of upwards. So we want everything to be focused around the child in the middle instead of focused on the person at the top. So... Um, I submitted my stuff, my training to the, to the thing. And then I was on your live and you're like, Oh, Hey, by the way, I am using this with my team now. 
And so I wanted to share that screen. This is the one that you created. Um, and then I'll kind of walk through it. But mine is, it's pretty simple. Let me see if I can push the right buttons here. There we go. Okay. So um, this one is yours. Yes. And do you want to tell me a little bit about what yours is here? And then I'll kind of elaborate. Okay, can you make it big again so I can see it? Because it's like this big. Is it? Wait, no. Here, I'll just, I'll scroll. How about that? Okay, yeah, that's, that, that's a little, that's a little better. So I like the idea that you had because it's very, the, the structure of the team is kid centric because everything that we do has to truly revolve around these kids. We are here. Oh, yeah. One of our core values that we landed on is that we team up for the kids, meaning that mm -hmm. everyone involved in our organization, so go ahead and scroll it just a little bit so that way they can kind of see the, the circuit, the circle part with the kids in the middle. Yeah. So we go. with the kids at the center, that's they are our motivation. They are our reason. They're our why for everything that we do is to bring this great experience to the kids. So it has to start with our instructors. So for example, when we are putting together, like what does A-Team Amy look like, B-Team Betty? That means how does she show up for those kids? How does she present herself in a professional, in an energetic, in a kind, in an empathetic, in a loving way to really make sure that their ki these kids are getting an experience? So that's where it starts with the coach. Then our coordinator might be someone who steps in and she makes sure that like, she'll do team teaching. And she'll pop in and just kind of quality assurance, you know, hey, we've got some new ideas or we've added some components to our curriculum. Yeah. Like right now, we are adding mindfulness in each and every one of our lessons because it's super important for the for us to help these kids be mindful. I find, and I think everyone who's working with littles, yeah. or in, not, not even littles, anywhere in education, there's some anxious thoughts going on right now. There's maybe oh, some absolutely. stress the at home. And so... We're just seeing that the kids are a little, a little more anxious, um, you know, a little bit harder to kind of get focused a little bit. So we are really getting intentional about bringing in three components of just mindfulness, you know, just some breathing, just think about your thoughts. So our coordinators are now working on bringing that to the coaches so they can take it to the kids. And then, of course, I and, and my director, we're from the back end making sure all of the pieces run through together in a very positive and cohesive way. So just lots of different things are going on for the kids. We're all doing our jobs that everything is for the kids. And so I don't say I'm the owner and I need you to defer to me and, the, and you defer to you and you defer to you. We are there for the kids and we're a team to make sure that the experience is delivered to those kids. Anything else that happens is gravy. Oh, yeah. And, and I think that's kind of where this whole concept came from for me was I was coming into um, I was coming into a job, like I said, where I was we were kind of revamping the full school. So we had 50 staff members. And over the years, the focus had sh shifted unintentionally from children being in the center to really serving the teachers, which we all know that there is no school without teachers. Teachers are right. a beautiful and valuable and immensely important thing. Right. <laughs> but are we there for the teachers or are we there for the students? And there needs to be some sort of balance. And so we were finding that decisions are being made for the teachers. 
about if they wanted to do it, if they liked it, and those types of things, when really we know while that's important, the decision needs to be made for the learner. Yes, um, absolutely. And so we started this shift. And what I really wanted to make sure that everyone understood was this whole Mack truck principle, whereas if I get hit by a Mack truck as the, as the director, right, I want everything to continue because it's not about me. I don't want to be at the center of the circle and I don't want to be at the top of the pyramid. Like I want the child to be there, like you were saying. And so while I was having to restructure this team and present it to my leadership, I just, they sent me, you know, fill in the blanks to the hierarchy. And I was like, burn it down. <laughs> We're starting over making it a circle. And so um, I submitted very much like you had, like you had made there with the, our children in the middle. And then ours was uh, teachers, well, families and then teachers. Right. And then we had assistant directors and directors and then the church leadership or leadership team outside of that. And we all served inward to serve the child in the middle. And that was what was so important because all of our decisions when you're functions, when you're structured like that are made for the child. Right. Um, and we are all supporting the person closest to the child. So we knew that leadership was supporting the directors, supporting assistant directors, supporting the teachers, supporting the children and the families and everything we were doing was focused inward. So by the time you were in the middle, you had layers and layers of support around you, which was yes. really important. And that was kind of what was building our culture for the school was then we would say this whole concept of culture filters that we'll get into another time. But it was if you are making a decision and one of one of our culture statements is relationship and collaboration, can you pull that decision through the filter of relationship and still have the same decision on the other side? And that helped us with, I mean, understanding this really clear circular yes. team picture helped us with our culture filters. Um, and it just changed. It was just this mindset shift, right? I mean, I think it was just okay, it's not about Chelsea or serving the people above us. It's about serving the people at the bottom, if you will. I mean, right. the people that are, that are actually important to serve. And it doesn't mean that the teachers and your, and your coordinator or whatever your layers are, it doesn't mean that those people aren't important, that they don't need to be oh, absolutely. Or acknowledged or certainly yeah. made, to, made to feel valued. But what I find is that if I can make all of those people within that round team feel valued, then they're mm -hmm. going to really enjoy serving those kids. And then I think that's where yeah. you really turn that talent into performance. Absolutely. Because, you know, as a director, I was used to being with every single child. But yes. as a director of a large school, we had 240 students. There was no way, no way. that I could be yeah. with every, every child. And even with you and yours, I mean, how many kids and how many schools and how many coaches? There's oh, just no I way. mean, we have 10,000 kids. Yeah, there's yeah, 10 I mean, that we're serving here and there. So Right. There's no way. So if you support your layer, then the ripple of that is, is they will support their layer, right? Yes. And just it, the organic kind of it I just love it. It just brings me so much joy. <laughs> and it's a really cool concept, but I've seen it in practice. I've seen it work. Um and that's what makes it because we can talk about these really beautiful things, but until you put them into practice, you know, it's a little bit different. So I've seen it work and I think it's just one of my favorite things to see because it shifts everything. So those are the things that we stole from each other. And now before we wrap up, I want you to tell us about Leaders Lounge. Okay, Leaders Lounge, it's it's my pet project right now. So um, it's leaderslounge.solutions and then go do a slash Chelsea, add a slash Chelsea on the end of that. Chelsea's going to be one of our speakers as well. But so Chelsea, if you want to drop the link there in the comments, that way they can go ahead and grab those links. But it's an 
online. It's 100% virtual four-day summit for early education leaders. So the first two days are going to be specifically for directors, administrators, owners, leaders. Uh, we're gonna, there are going to be some talks about business systems, some opportunity there, uh, time management. I'm going to talk about core values. You're going to talk about round team. Then the last two days are going to be really geared toward educators, the people who are in the classroom. You know, we're going to talk about managing tantrums, mindfulness, uh, self-care for caregivers, play is self-care. You know, so it's a, a lot of child development stuff. The joy in your Did journey. Did you just say play as self-care? Yes. I love everything about all of that. Yes. Oh my gosh. So that's going to be, her name is Emma Tempest and she's the play coach. And um, Emma is, she's actually from England. She's, she's in Arkansas now, but she's su super fun. I've got two chicks with rainbow color hair. Can't wait to, cannot wait to see, to see them. Now, if I didn't color mine, there might be some rainbow going on. I don't know that it would be a natural colors. I mean, I used to have pink hair. Oh, I had pink, so I had some pink highlights when I did stretch and grow, and the kids always thought that was the kids loved super it. Good. The kids loved it. They loved it. They it was great. They Tell me it. the link one more time, Beth. Would you? It's leaderslounge.solutions and then forward slash Chelsea, and then that'll be. Then they can be on Team Chelsea, and so our speakers, yeah. So our speakers, um, you know, have an opportunity to share what's really different about this, you know, because a lot of times when we go to get our continuing education, we'll go to, you know, a big organization, right? Whether it's, you know, an association. And the Leaders Lounge is really just, it's a collaboration of people who are speakers, trainers, presenters, authors, writers in early childhood who all have a heart for a specific subject that they're teaching on. And so we put this whole thing together to really get a platform to a group of people that you probably would never see in an average NACI or, or whatever, you know, you wouldn't see this at, at an average conference because it's just kind of this different mix of some of our, some are business owners, like I said, some are authors. And so I'm super excited because the vision for the content is to give them a well-rounded opportunity to get lots of different topics. So there's not just one theme, there's a lot of different topics. So there's a VIP pass and the VIP pass, there's right now until Friday, I think there's a fast action bonus. So directors, owners, leadership, $77 for a 24 hour package, meaning 24 hours of continuing ed. All these courses are gonna convert to digital courses. So you'll go on, take an assessment, get your PD certificate, $77 for directors. If you get it in the first 20 minutes before Friday, you get two free teacher bundles. The teacher bundles are $37. The teacher bundles have 12 hours in them. So lots of continuing education, lots of opportunities. I know right now it's really hard for these teachers to get all these hours. It is, it is and hard. interesting hours. I think that's yeah. another like interesting interactive hours. And what I love about the events that you've done is bringing in that business concept because so often director training is hard to find outside of just child development. Right. And so bringing in these other really, really, really great concepts that help to grow yourself as a professional, I think are always great. And that's why I love the events that you do and I'm excited to get to be a part. I, I'm not gonna lie. I stalked you a little bit on on um, LinkedIn. And then when you talked to me, I was like, holy crap, Beth is responding to me. Oh. <laughs> and then when you, you messaged, you emailed me and you were like, hey, you know, I'd love to have you come speak. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, so, and, your, and your talk is awesome. I've listened to it. It's great. Like I said, I not only listened to it, but I stole some things from it. <laughs> I was in it. I was out at a retreat at my girlfriend's lake house trying to just like, you know, dream up and vision like, what does this look yeah. like? You sent me your content. I was like, that, that is the thing. People need to see that. And I thought, not only do people need to see it, I actually need it for my own early childhood team. So oh my that's gosh, why, that's that's why we it. Good I love that so much. So thank you so much for coming on today. And um, I popped the link in there. And then I'm going to find my my avatars and I'm going to share those. So anybody who wants to kind of check those out, I'm going to share them on my website here in a little bit. And if you're in my newsletter, I'll send them out to you. If you're not in my newsletter, go onto my site, laylandgrowth.com and drop your name in there so you can get my newsletter. And also the events, the details for Leaders Lounge, which would be really exciting. Alfonso, Chelsea Nuggets. Yeah, Chelsea Nuggets. <laughs> Alfonso has a um, My Ed Tech Life podcast, who's really awesome. And he has this whole hashtag Chelsea Nuggets situation happening. And Chelsea I just Nuggets situation happening. You know, I may have, <laughs> Chelsea, let me just check. I may have a, a download link to a workshop. Let me just check to see. I may have a workshop on with this at with this avatar thing. Oh, awesome. To see if I have it. Yeah, that would be cool. We could throw that in there. And then when I find mine, we can I'll share that one too. Yeah, no, but you know what? If you you if you shoot me an email, Beth Cannon Beth at BethCannonSpeaks.com I may, I can, I can send that to you because I've got a worksheet as a part. I thought I had that. I thought I had a, a landing page for that, but maybe not. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Beth can, right, cool. well, speaks.com and I can send you a worksheet for it. Yeah. For the avatar stuff. Cause yep. that's super awesome. All right, y'all. Well, thanks so much for hanging out with us and I hope you enjoy the rest of your Tuesday and I'll see you on Thursday for our next What Could Go Wrong Live. She be teaching for the money and fame Cause everybody knows that's the name of the game Challenging schools to elevation Pushing the limits of education Who's that girl at the trampoline park Filled with passion and thrown up sparks Got growth mindset like fire Lifting learners up higher Disrupting the flow of the status quo Making people think about what they know Revamping